and the woman's daughter was healed at that very hour. You know, parents um, at home set up uh, appropriate boundaries for their children. Some of those boundaries are for safety. They stay away from the fire, you know, don't touch this or don't touch that. Uh, other boundaries are um, more social or cultural, uh, to keep order in the house or in their lives, to keep them safe in different ways. Um, and, and some of them are familial, some are cultural or national. Um, and, and when the children go to school, like they did this week, the first couple of days is all about norm setting, right? It's all about boundary establishment. You, you, you can do this, you can do that. And it may seem a little bit uh, over the top, but it's all in an effort sometimes to keep safety, the kids don't harm one another. Uh, and other times it's, again, social order, for a classroom of 30 students, you've got to have certain rules to keep order. Otherwise, it can get chaotic, and no one will be able to learn. Um, and when we leave school, um, we have other norms, uh, other boundaries are, are, are set up. Again, some of them are for safety, and some of them are for our, our cultural norms that, that allow us to keep order in society order uh, that allow us to function, um, not only just as an individual or families, but as a whole society in, in a often crowded world. But there are times which we have to cross those boundaries, uh, maybe for safety or maybe for some other purpose. Um, for example, I mean, um, if uh, you know, we are, the order of is walk on the pavement to keep safe from the cars. But if somebody is driving down the pavement like a maniac, you walk on the road. You don't tell your child to walk on the road, but you tell them to, if a car is coming on the pavement, get off the pavement, save your life. If you don't hold, well, you don't hold your ground on the pavement, no, I, I'm staying, this is my place, because you'll be dead, right? So it's sort of like boundaries taken to the extreme can do damage. Um, or, or, or I remember, uh, for example, um, I remember in, in, when I visited South Africa, how shocked I was with the boundary of blacks here, whites here. I mean, I, 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 you hear about it, but when you actually experience it, it's shocking to the system. Uh, and it, it makes no sense for somebody who came from Ireland where none of that existed that this apartheid was to keep people apart. And we've had those roots in our own country here in the United States where the South and slavery, that, you know, this was this. At some point, you've got to cross the boundary if you're going to have justice. Um, now, the question is then, how do we know when to cross the boundary? How do we know? Otherwise, because if we cross the boundary all the time, then there's no point in having boundaries, right? So. Well, in today's uh, readings, we hear all about boundary crossings. It's all, the whole of all three readings are, are, are how boundaries are crossed and, and in the case of the gospel, even smashed. Um, and in the first reading, for example, uh, Isaiah tells the, the chosen people, the people of God. Remember, these are the ones who had gone through the desert and they were the ones who inherited the, their God was for their God and, and they were God's people, the chosen people of God. 
Along comes Isaiah and says, anyone who does the word of God has salvation. Smashing the boundary of ethno-salvation, that you are saved by a race. And he says, all are welcome in the house. All nations are welcome. And then you have uh, St. Paul in the letter to the Romans. Uh, remember now the story of Paul. He is a, was a, a, a Jewish uh, Pharisee and was an ardent one, going and persecuting the Christians until he had conversion on his way to Tarsus. And, uh, uh, and, and there he had this conversion experience. And he then turns around and becomes a disciple of the person he, that he was persecuting, Jesus Christ. But when he went to go back to preach to the Jewish people, his own people, they rejected the message. And so he crosses the boundary and goes not only talks, but recruits Gentiles deliberately. And then taunts his Jewish brothers and sisters by saying, look, gosh, these guys have got the message of mercy. And you guys haven't. You see, it, the, 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 now we're getting to understand that it's mercy becomes the reason for crossing the boundary for God. Mercy becomes the, the boundary crossing for Paul. And now the gospel, we hear, again, a whole smashing of boundaries. First of all, Jesus, just to understand, prior to this, Jesus left the area where he was in Galilee, which was, would have been Jewish territory, and went to Canaan. And he meets, of course, that's a, Jew, that's a boundary most Jewish people would never have ever gone into Canaan because it's, it's, not, it's not Jewish land. And, of course, he meets a Jewish woman, and a woman is never meant to speak to a man in public. That's the cultural norm at the time. Not even their husband ever speak. Not allowed to speak, not even show their face in this time. So not only is a woman speaking to a man, but a Canaanite woman is speaking to a Jewish man, a double boundary crossing just there. And so Jesus goes along with the cultural norm at the time, and his disciples are irritated, saying, listen, look, you're one of us. Tell her to get lost. She's not one of us. She's one of them, the Canaanites. She's not a Jew. So tell her to get lost. And he says, you're right. That's, that is what it says. And she comes and pleads her. She double backs on the, the batter crossing and pleads her case again for mercy. Lord, help me. My daughter is sick. And then he turns around and does something that's very hard to hear. He gives her a slur. He, he, he calls her a racial slur. He calls her a dog. He says, it's not right that I take the food from the children and give it to the dogs. She's not deterred by, her, by his racial slur and crosses the boundary yet again and said, look, even dogs can eat the scraps from the master's table. And then Jesus decides to cross the boundary for mercy. And he says, your faith has saved you. Your child will get the healing. And at that very moment, the child was healed. So the overriding reason to cross a boundary in our readings today is mercy, love. We cross a boundary when, when love requires us to cross the boundary. When we are called, love calls us to move beyond the cultural norms of our time and reach out to somebody in need. Then that's what we do, because love, mercy, and justice call us to do so. For example, who among us 
if our child came out as a gay or lesbian or transgender, would not continue to cross that boundary and love them, accept them for where they were, and made sure they knew that they were loved by us. Well, of course, we would cross that boundary. Regardless of what the cultural norms say or do, we would love our child for who they are because they are one of us. And, and if we could only allow ourselves to be thoughtful about when we are called to move across the boundary for those who are in need. When there is an injustice in the world, when somebody is being harmed because of a cultural normal that we have inherited, then we need to cross that boundary to love them. Now the question is, and this is the hardest part, how do we know when to cross the boundary? Because if we cross the boundary all the time, then there's no point in having any boundaries, right? That's the whole purpose of boundaries is to keep order. And that's where prayer and discernment comes in. That, that I, I cannot tell you, only you can be informed by God in life. But I will tell you, the driving forces are always going to be mercy and always going to be justice. That is never about defending the boundary for the sake of the boundary. It will always be because what is the most merciful, the most loving thing I can do? What is the most just thing I can do? What is the most just action that I can take? And sometimes that will require us to cross the boundary. Because you see, it was mercy that Isaiah spoke about why the Lord opened up to all nations salvation. It was mercy that St. Paul spoke about in his reading a letter to the Romans when he told the Jewish people and the Gentiles that it was because of God's mercy, God's love, that we have been invited to cross the boundary because God has crossed the boundary to offer us his love and mercy. And in the gospel, it is Jesus who crosses the boundary because mercy and love demands it, because healing is needed and wanted. So today, as we go forth from here, nourished by the mercy and love that we are given, may we look at our own lives and be thoughtful and be really reflective. Where am I called to cross the boundary? Is it because of mercy or love? But in whatever way it is, may we cross it because the Lord calls us to for mercy or justice.